This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The McNugget Buddies are back at Maccas in the limited edition Kerwin Frost Box. There's this old TV show which I really loved when I was a little girl called Franklin. Mm-hmm. Remember that show about the turtle? Yeah. He had his uh, shell on his back, Michelle. Um, but, yeah, it was a great cartoon show back in the day. I didn't watch it a lot. It was probably past uh, my kind of era, but it was kind of like mid-90s, I'd say, Yeah, frankly. it was like 1997 to 2004. So mm-hmm. I, I used to love watching the TV show Franklin. It was just about this cute little turtle who had adventures, um, but had a certain theme song, opening song. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are going, oh, my God, that old TV show Franklin, which has kind of like that country feel to it, mm-hmm. uh, sounds exactly like Beyonce's new song, Texas Hold'em. Right. Let's have a listen to this because she has gone country. Uh, there's uh, Texas Hold'em, man, and it sounds like this. We play it on the radio, on hit. Here we go. I quite like this song. I know a lot of people around the office don't. Here we I go. do, yes. I really like I got used this to it. Texas. Yeah. Oh. Ain't no Hold'em. Hey. So lay cards down. Absolutely rips that song, but also the theme to Franklin rips also. <laughs> a little bit slower. Hey, it's Franklin. Coming over to play. A bit of bluegrass and banjo in there too. That's I, what I think it is. similar, but they're not the same melody. It's a different rhythm. And you're different right. Key. It's exactly right. You know, like... it. And it's not people like, oh, well, music subjective is subjective. It's like, no, it's not. It's mm. literally based on instruments and rhythms and timing and stuff. There's only so many notes in the world, yeah, isn't Yeah, and that's what the composer who made Franklin said. He's so sweet because a lot of people can try to take you to court and fight for music rights. And Ed Sheeran went through a huge Oh, the Marvin Gaye thing. Case. Oh, my God. The Marvin Gaye, uh, whoever has the trust of Marvin Gaye has done it a few times. Yeah, It's like, family. I'm gonna, just going to sue everyone. Yeah, They're that's like, right. No, don't. Ed Sheeran was like, no, this is my, this is my work. This is my chords, mm-hmm. this is my song. Uh, and the composer, Bruce Cockburn, of the Franklin theme said this, and I really like this. He said, I think Beyonce's Texas Hold'em is a good record. Unfortunately, I can't claim to have any part in writing it. The rhythmic feel is similar to my theme song for the Franklin TV series, but to my ears, that's where the similarity stops. Texas Hold'em is her song, and I wish her the best and all the success in the world oh, with it. That's the best reaction, isn't it? I love that, because yeah. he could try to come out swinging and try and take her for a lot of money, because, you know, you'd see a pay packet, but he just goes, no. No, you know Just what? leave Franklin alone. Yeah. Can he count to two and get her shoes? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a different key, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, good on him. Good old Cockburn. It's time to play Good News Week with our producer, Maddie. Maddie Reynolds, welcome to it's the good show, news baby. Week. We play a game each week on a Friday just to see if we were paying attention to the news. And, and today, gosh, you yeah. really haven't been. Mm, no, in the yeah, past, you guys I mean, are terrible. Thanks for your honesty, yeah. babe. You. Thanks so much. No, that was actually quite loudly because everyone heard. But Dan, <laughs> you've got Kurt from Bendigo this morning. Yeah. And I got Megan from Moraine. Good on you, Kurt. Legend. He is a legend. Kurt Locker. That's what I call him. <laughs> Kurt and Ernie. Let's see if you guys can actually do them any good this morning. All right. <laughs> Megan from Moraine, we got this, and it's the best of three trivia yep. questions, isn't it, Maddie? Names, Names are buzzers. buzzers. Uh, right. Stuff from the news. Right. This week, one in five Aussies have admitted to doing what on the toilet? Christy! 
Yes, Christy. Ah, uh, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Watching Netflix on the toilet. Yes. Ah, nicely done. I didn't even think of that. That would have been the last thing in my mind. We did talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we did like yeah. a whole yeah. break on it. I think Definitely we even took calls did. on it. Ivan was watching Netflix on the toilet this morning and I forgot what happened. So, yeah. All I'm right. like a goldfish. Honestly, Obviously, like I forget yeah. stuff. Uh, question two. A woman in Ireland. Dan. Christy. Oh. Yes, Dan. All right, a woman in you. Ireland. Keep going. Yeah, of course a woman in Ireland. Mm. Yeah, did something. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, what'd she yeah, do? Drank some Guinness, Maybe. which is correct. But it's certainly not the question. <laughs> oh, okay. Can uh, I go, Maddie? Yeah. Okay. You think you know what it is? Mm. A woman in Ireland got rejected for a claim that she put in about a, a, an incident having a car accident because she was caught throwing a Christmas tree. Yes, it is. Five and a half foot. Nicely done. Yes. Oh, well, look. Are you going to sweep it? Let's see if you can get this uh, final question, Christy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there has been an announcement this week that two extra members will be joining a kids' entertainment Christy. royalty. <laughs> yes? Oh, the mm. royalty word got me. Two extra people are joining kids' entertainment. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. I'd say the Wiggles. Wiggles? Yeah. But what was happened? Oh, because oh, there's twins. Oh, yeah, yeah Catalina had twins. That's right. Red Wiggles has announced that she's uh, going to be having twins, which yeah. is lovely. I was thinking of like band members or something like that. Yeah, I was that. being tricksy. Mm. Yeah, that was I'm, so I'm crafty like that. All right. <laughs> Two hot potatoes. Yes. <laughs> nice little fruit salad. Well, mm. Mega could buy yummy, all yummy. the fruit salad she wants. Yeah, uh, well, that's Megan. Megan, we did it. Week. Sorry, Kurt Locker. Did you choose to not have kids because it's a decision to have or have not children? It's a deeply personal one. Don't ask people about it because uh, it's their choice. Um, but, you know, uh, people usually have children more and more frequently. We are overpopulated. It's a fun pastime. Uh, but there you go. Like Seth Rogen, who is from Knocked Up, uh, ironically, did not knock up his wife. Some people want kids. Some people don't want kids. I think a lot of people have kids before they even think about it. From what I've seen, honestly, you just are told... You go through life, you get married, you have kids. It's what happens. And me and my wife were just, neither of us were like that, you know? And honestly, the older we get, the more happy and reaffirmed we are with our choice to not have kids. Good on him. Absolutely. I'm very much an advocate of what works for you. And I hate when women, uh, and this is coming from a mother of two, I am a mother. I've Mm. got two beautiful boys and I'm trying to have a third with my baby. In fact, I've actually lost a baby and I've Mm. talked about that on air. So, But this is coming from someone who's very much pro, you don't have to have kids. I can't stand it when women are asked as well, especially like in interviews. Mm. You get a celebrity and they're there to talk about their movie or their work. A woman's there to talk about her work. and She's just always asked, when are you having a baby? When are you having kids? Oh, you've had one. Yeah. So when's your next one? You know, this it's, it's like this cycle doesn't end of this constant no. thing of when you're expected to have kids. Well, Chelsea Handler did that too because she was talking about the joys of being, you know, and the perks of being childless. She's just like, I never want to have kids. Yep. And so she made a comedy uh, sketch about it and videos and, and everyone asked her about it all the time. So she's like, well, I'm going to use this as uh, ammo. I'm like, I don't have to have kids. No, They're and expensive, it, the environment, state of the world. And this is nothing you get the, our beautiful kids listening now. We love you. It's not about not wanting the kids. It's about not mm. wanting to parent. They're completely different things, you know. Sometimes people are very fulfilled in their adult life and they don't need to feel the responsibility to look after somebody else and they already have that fulfilment in other areas. So Mm -hmm. some people want kids, some people don't want kids, you know, and there's no judgment on either side, is there? Each to their own. Uh, So 131060, this is what we're asking. Did you choose not to have kids? And Catherine from Bendigo, did you choose not to have kids? Well, a bit of both. We made the choice to not have kids um, because we weren't able to Mm. and then we decided that, well, we weren't going to have kids because of that reason, went overseas and then decided to have kids. Oh, so, yeah. It was a bit of a double situation. 
Yeah, well, and so uh, what made the choice? Like, so you're living that nomadic life, experiencing other cultures, and you're like, you know what? Wouldn't this be great if we had kids to share it with? Well, yeah, actually, we, we um, stayed in one place after a little while, which was Hong Kong, hmm. and then we sort of we had met people who were expats who had adopted kids over there, and suddenly we thought, well, we did actually want kids. We kind of just denied ourselves. It was a weird sensation. And both of us felt, okay, you know what? We can put ourselves on the adoption list. And then four years later, we had a little kiddo. Oh, beautiful. Oh, you're going to make us cry, honey. That is such a lovely story. You're amazing, Catherine. You know, there are so many beautiful babies in the world that need a home. And good on you. I'm so glad that you guys, you and your partner, were able to bring your little yeah. girl home. What's her name? Uh, his. His, his name is, um, yeah, his name is Nicholas. And he is the, he is not just um, us finding him. I think he found us, actually. We became a family because of him. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. Beck from Claremont. Now, did you make the decision to not have kids? Well, luckily, I do have a child, but mm. I just thought it was relevant to call out the people that want kids that don't have kids because they can't. Mm. And then people keep saying, when are you going to have kids because mm. you've got married and all of these things mm. because it's the natural progression, mm. but it's actually quite hurtful. Oh, Beck, oh, yeah. I completely understand. You know, that's exactly what people say when you get married. I remember, so I already had two boys, but when hubby Justin and I got married, everyone's like, when are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? I'm like, well, we're trying, but we can't. You know, it doesn't just happen for people. There are so many people out there that want to have a baby and they can't. Or, or the cost of IVF mm. Um, mm. means they can't do it. Exactly. That's it. And, and people just assume a house, a partner, this, you know, Australian dream is going to happen just because everyone else does it. But don't be fooled because it's narrow-minded people that do that because, you're like, just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mm. mean it's for someone else, is it? Correct. Yeah, totally agree, Beck. And I know the cost of IVF myself. It's it's unaffordable. It's very – we've got a long way to go in terms of health and rebate and stuff like that. But big shout-out to all the people that want to have their babies. I know exactly how you feel. And thanks for calling, Beck. Bye. Bye. Nathan in Clarendon Vale, um, what happened for you guys? Did you choose to not have kids or? So um, my partner always wanted to have another kid mm-hmm. and uh, I was the oldest of four. So I grew up pretty much as a brother, also kind of raising them. So I always thought I wanted to be the really cool uncle that arrives, gives the kid like a recorder or a flute <laughs> and then leaves. <laughs> and um, I met my partner and now we're having a baby and I'm actually excited about being a father for the first time. Oh, that's nice. You had your mind changed halfway through. Yes. And you're also a monster for giving anyone a recorder (laughs) in the first place. (laughs) I'm still going to do it. And let's sound like let's sound like parents right now, Dan. Okay, I'm ready for this. <laughs> I've got to pretend I am vaping one. kids, vaping. Mm. Oh my goodness! And I'm going to say this with as much love and respect as I can to the kids out there, but nothing gets my goat more than when I see a bunch of teenagers mm-hmm. sitting around vaping. Like, oh, it's a problem in schools. It's been a huge thing. Um, I have I have genuine sympathy um, for people who have genuine addiction to nicotine and who mm-hmm. have for many years smoked. And I've witnessed people trying to stop smoking. My mother was one of them. Uh, my husband is one of them. Uh, I've been with guys that have smoked. And I myself used to smoke a long time ago. I'm not proud of it. Don't do it. Um, Did you was... ever vape, though? Or you had cigs, no, sick darts? No, vapes. 
See, I, I smoked in my 20s, like mm. a long time ago, and it was only sort of social smoking. I was one of those people that picked up a cigarette. You know, it was yuck. Mm. But the vaping thing, um, it's kind of not really been around for that long when you think about it, but it's been such a huge thing that has caught on. That's um, And it started out people going, oh, well, don't smoke vape. Do that mm. instead without realising how dangerous it was for you without all the how, – how terrible it is for you because it was kind of glamorised with, um, you know, with lolly flavours and stuff like it's that. It's marketed to kids. Kids pretty much. It's like, oh, this is bubblegum flavour. You'll love it, kids. I know. Um, and but like, there's mint, there's menthol, there's uh, tobacco. And, and I get vaping for those trying to get off the cigarettes. Like, I'm about that. But um, the experts are saying it's pretty bad. Have a listen. It's a big problem. Look, we've got, we think, at least 600,000 vapors in Australia now. And we've got about 15 doctors who the public have been made aware of from whom they can get nicotine prescriptions. There you go. So licensed pharmacists uh, uh, do it too, but um, they are going to be banning it uh, without a licence uh, very soon from uh, today onwards. Yeah, this is actually really good. It's the next stage of Australia's vape ban coming into force today. And basically the importation of all vapes, that includes rechargeable ones. They're going to be banned without a licence. That includes a lot of the flavours. So the only range of flavours that are going to be available is going to be a lot more limited. So it should be. They'll only have mint, menthol or tobacco allowed. Mm-hmm. No more of this like popcorn stuff and this and that and this like if i was a teenager and someone said hey have a vape it's heaps better than smoke i would do that like mm-hmm. you're going to be easily sold to and it's not good for you it's not good for you at all and no. i appreciate the fact that a lot of not even just teenagers you know this isn't targeted just to teenagers heaps of adults are doing this and like yeah. you said dan it's it's all well and good for me to have the microphone and say don't do it i'm in a very different place in my life i don't go out partying anyway but all, all teenagers are doing it I pretty know, much at are. most schools around and you know and if this is the only legal way to acquire them i reckon the black market will go off well hopefully hopefully yeah. not and mm. hopefully this does help limit the accessibility it's like anything if at the end of the day you really want to stop something sometimes the only option is just to make it difficult for people to get like you said people are going to get creative with other ways of trying to get mm. it uh, but even you know like my eight-year-old the other day he was talking about vaping with me not because he wanted to try it but the mm. fact that he was even aware of its existence to me like he's eight i just went how do you even know what vaping is mm. like he goes to primary school he's in year three this is what children yeah. are talking about is vaping it's true and they get addicted to nicotine early there's increasing numbers out there so um they've done some research and it's doubled over the last couple of years and, and the numbers continue to grow why don't you get addicted to this thing called life kids <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Dan and Christy. Dan and Christy. Imagine this live. Just raising a glass, having a bit of a trustful, doing a runaway. It might be me and my hand too. Imagine Pink Live As at the Summer Carnival Tour. Tickets are on sale right now from LiveNation.com, but apparently there's like motorised fl- flamingos, there's confetti, trampolines, flames. She's like got sparklers. There's pyrotechnics, and she just flies everywhere and does her acrobatics. She's amazing. She Pink. is so cool. Mm-hmm. I found out this little fun fact about Pink. Mm-hmm. Pink's first boyfriend apparently proposed to her on April 1st, mm-hmm. so then he could make out like it was an April Fool's joke if she said no. Oh, that's she a good said, way to do it. She, Everyone she should do no. that. She it's did. like, yeah, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, as if to mean yeah. that. But then, then the, the person wouldn't marry you. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it could have gone hella wrong, but this is great. Uh, but imagine seeing Pink Live. This is what we've been doing all week. I've been mashing up some tunes just like me and uh, this morning doing Avicii and Pink. 
I've been on the decks. And so we've got a bunch of listeners on the standby list right now. So we one do. lucky caller is on the line right now. Good morning. And we're not sure if we're going to give it away just okay. yet. Yep. Kirsty from Bendigo. Morning. Good morning, guys. Good uh, what morning. are you up to this morning, Kirsty? Just working, working, working. Oh, yeah. Where do you work, Kirsty? I work at Bendigo Ford. Oh, nice one. Yeah. I need a new car. Yes. So, well, <laughs> we've got lots of stock. I literally have gaffer tape on the front of my Toyota Corolla. He actually That's how bad it is. About time you got a new car. All right, I'm on my way. Now, uh, you are on the shortlist for Pink Live in Concert. Would you love to see Pink? Again, of course. Who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. I know. She's so good, isn't she? And She's like, amazing. I know. Um, who would you be taking if you were to get the tickets, Kirsty? Well, my husband's never been, so I'd probably have to take him. Um, otherwise, I'd probably take my sister. Oh, hmm. yeah. They'd love the fireworks, the acrobatics, the confetti, the energy. She's also yeah. won a couple of Grammys, Pink. And she's she a great has. performer. Pop icon. Yeah, well, that would be amazing. And so we were putting people um, on the shortlist all week, Kirsty, playing the Pink and Sync mashup. So we, like, we do actually have a lot of people on the shortlist, though. That's kind of the problem. Yeah. But you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Carnival tour with 60,000 fans, you and your hubby or your Thank sister you so are going. Much. I'm very happy now. I'm just going to go suck up to the boss letting him to give you some time off. <laughs> Ask him if you'll give Dan a car. Yeah, a car and a <laughs> day off for me too. Yes, and, you know, we can help you out. Kirsty, congratulations, honey. You excited? Thank you so will, much. Will hubby be excited? He will be, yes. Well, it's the one and only summer carnival tour and tickets are on sale from livenation.com.au, but you're going for free, Kirsty. Kirsty, thank you very much. You're welcome and thank you for listening to Dan and Christy. See you later. Dan and Christy. It's March, mm-hmm. which means that it's almost Easter. You know, like the month before I always say, hey, it's coming up to Christmas in November, but it's actually Easter time. It's not far away. Not that far away. And um, look, kids. The Easter Bunny is coming, which is very exciting. I don't know about you, Dan, but I love to look on my children's faces for those that celebrate Easter. Mm. Um, when the kids go out there and have the Easter egg hunt of the chocolate the Easter Bunny brings. Um, but, of course, there's also other chocolate that, uh, you know, that people can buy from the shops and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the chocolate that the Easter Bunny isn't giving you. But this chocolate <laughs> has been deemed outrageous for the cost of it because a, um, a Cadbury Bunny is uh, mm-hmm. I- and not a huge one. $10. Oh, cha-ching. $10. Yeah. Whoa. Corporate greed. <laughs> That's what's happening. Um, $10 is outrageous for chocolate. I, I saw a $20 one the other day. Did you? It's just the basic egg. I'm like, That's $20. I'm like, okay. Uh, but Easter eggs do taste better. There is that. Easter eggs. Mm, there's love in there. Is an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just it just it's different. Like there is nothing better than when yep. you've got the basket of the chocolate after the Easter egg. The Easter egg hunt. The Easter. Well, that's Whoa, weird, the Easter okay. egg hunt. I've got the dump button. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to the tape on oh, that one. Great, can't wait for this that. This is going to make the Christmas tapes. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like that moulded shape that you get. I think that tastes better than normal chocolate. You're right. Like an elegant rabbit tastes better than just a block of chocolate, right? I love the um, – this is controversial, mm. but I love the cherry ripe ones. Oh, okay. I don't know how you feel about a cherry ripe chocolate, but I oh, love – I love a cherry ripe. So you do like a cherry ripe. Yeah, why are we whispering? I don't know. Because the Easter Bunny's listening, but mm, I do like true. the cherry ripe ones. And, um, and I actually do feel really bad for people, obviously, um, putting all jokes aside – 
The cost of living is absurd, and mm-hmm. it's like, when are we just going to get a break? When can we... I mean, we only just got through Christmas. Let's be honest. How much debt did we get in at Christmas time? Oh, or yeah. We just spent everything on Christmas, and mm-hmm. we did get silly, and we had nothing left over because we're like, oh, well, it's Christmas time. Let's just get this, get this, get this, get that. It all adds up. And, I mean, this is just even just for the celebratory the celebratory component of the chocolate. Then you've got everything else on top of it, you know. Oh, it's out of control. It really Inflation's is. Inflation's ridiculous. And I'm stunned at the prices because some, some of your favourite go-tos you can't even afford anymore. You look at it and you're like, oh, cereal. Oh, I can't have that anymore. Mm, <laughs> it's yeah. on the rise. Um, and especially this, like um, a humble Cadbury bunny, $10. I know, $10. Mm. And, I mean, let's not even forget the hot cross buns. Oh, jeez, yeah. One of the best flutes uh, songs. <laughs> I can play on the recorder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, it's going to be an expensive time for everyone, isn't it? I know. Especially the Easter Bunny. <laughs> the Easter Bunny. Well, They're going to be broke by the end <laughs> of it all. Time to do this. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy. MVP. The most valuable phone call. Came to say hello. My favourite part on the show on a Friday, it really is, because mm-hmm. it's when we reward and award you for being um, a caller on our show. Dan and Christy is all about you, and we love it when you join the show. So thank you so much for always, you know, picking up the phone and getting involved and listening to us hang out and talk, and hopefully something resonates with you. Um, so never underestimate how much your calls are valuable to our show. We, we love... We love you. And so we have a prize as well from Mac as thanks to our friends for our most valuable phone And we were talking this week on the show about becoming besties with an enemy. Mm-hmm. This all stemmed from talking about Taylor Swift and Katy Perry because they were pictured at her Taylor Swift concert. That's right. Uh, that, she wrote a song about it, Bad Blood, between Katy Perry and Taylor. They were good friends. Uh, they both dated the same guy, John Mayer, for I a know, little bit. I know, and then they had, that, they had a big, big bust-up. Big bust-up, big mm. fallout. But it looked like they became friends in the end after not liking each other. So we thought, look, we'll just throw we'll throw it out there, mm-hmm. see if people call. We asked you if you became, you know, besties with an enemy. And then we actually had a really touching phone call from Alex from Old Beach. Um, went through high school and hated each other. Used to get into fights all the time and not get along and argue. And now we're good mates. What did Dan do in high school that made you hate him, Alex? Sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you wedgies. <laughs> no, but that's awesome, Alex. So you guys didn't get along in high school. What brought you together? Uh, just reached out and apologised as we got older and had kids and had our own families and now our kids are good mates. They matured. How That's nice the thing. Is that? And I stole all these roll-ups here from this school. But Alex from Old Beach, uh, you're our MVP this week, which is pretty awesome. So we're going to hook up with some McDonald's. We are. Thanks, Alex, for calling. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Mackers, for our MVP. For a limited time only, get any size soft drink for just $1 at Mackers. That was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy.